Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. Today, we have a very different episode for you. So today, I have a guest who's being, who's here live in the studio and is willing to be my guinea pig. So, Jesse, Brandon, you're so brave to come and step it up. Thanks for joining me. It's my pleasure, Dina. <laughs> I have complete faith in you. Aw, you're such a sweetie. So just quickly, um, we can tell the audience what it is that you do. Because you do some amazing work. Okay. Uh, well, I'm a life cycle celebrant, which means I'm an ordained metaphysical minister. So I do weddings and celebrations of life and funerals. I do baby blessings, baby namings. I do house clearings and uh, women's release uh, ceremonies. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So what are we going to dive into today? Well, I have a really strong resistance to moving forward and being bigger in my uh whether it's in my business or in my life I forgot I also do a tv show so yeah <clears throat> yeah there's that as well so. <laughs> cool and uh and you know you're definitely the only one who's ever experienced any of this kind of resistance to being bigger right completely absolutely yeah. we know yeah. it's just you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right that's why I hide it Right, right. So I I love this topic because because it is a piece that is up for so many people, right? There's that, I want to do this. And then when you think about doing whatever it is that you think that you want to do, that resistance comes up. So if you allow yourself to kind of like, so we'll start out with expanding out. This is what we always do, right? So Mm -hmm. nice deep breath, drop into your body and allow yourself to expand out. Mm -hmm. Just go all the way out to infinite space. And then from this space, what I want to do is I want to poke at, you know, what would be the crazy reason, right? It's not the logical reason. What's the crazy reason you really want to keep that resistance? Probably because I'm lazy. I just don't want to do the work. Okay. Um... Another thing would be that I'm really terrified of technology. It <laughs> always blows up on me and uh, creates problems with my laptop and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it's the social media platforms that I think I'm going to have to go to. Um, yeah. And and being able to back it up. Can I back my chat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those are great pieces. Love it. So the piece about late being lazy, I want to bust that because I think that's a story that you're carrying around that's not really true I have seen you now because I know you personally I have a little bit more insight but I've seen you go out of your way to help other people I've seen you step it up you know somebody needs a hand moving if somebody you know needs a hand with this or that you get out of your house and you go and you help them that's true okay Mm -hmm. so I don't believe that you're lazy Okay. And so it's the story of I'm lazy. So what it, what does it mean if you're not lazy? What does that look like? Well, one of the things I struggle with is I don't have a routine in the morning. I know there's people that wake up and listen to meditations and do affirmations. I'm lucky if I wake up and remember where I am. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and I'm don't always... drink so much the night before. <laughs> 
going to say, just, a, you know, just so they know, I, I'm always at home. <laughs> I just mean I'm, I'm not a fast thinker in the morning. So, okay. yeah. Okay. So not having a routine, not having a schedule is very different from labeling yourself as lazy. Okay. I think what happens, though, is because uh-huh. I don't have a routine, I end up, you know, laying in bed till I feel like sure. getting up, and sure. then I get up and I read my book, and yeah. I might do some housework. But... So what if you're lazy by default, and it's not your natural instinct? Well, yeah, that makes that would make sense, because when I had a job to do... You did it. When I worked in an office, yeah. Right. I did it. And when you had your daughter at home and you needed to do something for her, you got up and did it. Yes. Okay. So it's changing this perspective. You're not actually lazy. Yeah. You're out of routine. Yes. And so then it's a matter of creating a strategy of what routine would need to be put in place for you to do what it is that you need to do to get to where you want to go. Very cool. That's... Right. Pretty simple. I know. Yeah. Okay, that was an easy one. I yeah. So I wanted to start with that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's a matter of, that's something that, you know, there's tons of strategies and you can look at, you know, what, and you can play around with it, right? Like play around, find out. If you don't like mornings, then schedule it so that your creative time, your work time is in the evening. I don't care when it is. For me, it's mornings. I get up, I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm that annoying morning person. Yeah. Right? Hey! <laughs> Right. But by nine o'clock, I'm like, get out of my house because I'm really tired of looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> right? See, and I just kind of come awake at about nine o'clock. And I'm up <laughs> till two or three. And Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> so it's, it's a matter of knowing what your strengths are. Mm. Okay. And this is that shift. It's like to stop seeing yourself as broken and fucked up and to start saying, okay, what are my gifts? My gifts are I'm strong in the evening. Great. Okay. How does that work for me? How do I make that work for me? Those are the questions to start asking yourself Mm -hmm. instead of the mantra of I'm lazy because that is not you. Not you you. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then, so then what were the other pieces? Remind me. Oh, we're done. We're done. (laughs) Oh, good. All right. That was like 10 minutes. We're good. (laughs) Um, Okay. The um, technology fear is one thing. Awesome. Okay. So here's where I'm going to um, dig in, in that when you are talented with energy, okay, and the more talented you are with energy, the more you fuck up technology. That is amazingly true. Right? Yes. So it's not that you can't get technology to work. It's that technology is too slow for you. Okay, I like that idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, for, I, I'm actually hanging on to your watch to keep an eye on the time. And I'm thinking, I probably shouldn't do that because I tend to fuck up watches. So, <laughs> it's potty mouth day. Yeah. Um, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mark this one explicit. <laughs> so, but I've always been that. I've always been that person that, you know, I get working on something. And if I'm not aware of keeping my energy in check... And, and I use that in air quotes, okay? So I'll explain that in a second. If I don't keep it in check, I can blow up the systems. I have blown out uh, debit systems. I've been at, at a, a, yeah, and, a, you know, it's like somebody will piss me off. And then all of a sudden, their entire debit thing goes down in the entire store. Oh, god! Right? This is me. Yeah. This is me. And it's like, yeah. okay, I need to be aware of who I am and what my capabilities are. So it's not that I'm broken. It's just... Technology operates at a certain frequency, 
And when you do high level energy work, you operate at a very different frequency and you have the ability to, to blow it out. But you also have the ability to allow yourself to become compatible to the technology. Okay. And that's just, you know, be having that intention. When you sit down in front of the computer, it's like, oh, okay, what if I take a deep breath and I allow myself to have some ease with the computer? I allow the computer, I allow myself to, you know, to kind of be gentle (laughs) (laughs) with the computer instead of blowing the circuits right out. Okay. Okay. Sounds sounds good. Okay. My partner is a computer guy and he says he's never seen what I do to computers Mm -hmm. happen to anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. My husband is yet to recognize that that he has that talent and ability to. <laughs> he does that too. It's like he, he, the stuff that happens to his computer is like, it's not logical. It's not linear, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's when he's completely frustrated, he blows out the computer. Yep. It's crazy okay. every time. Yeah, so I never even put that together before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So again, it's not that you're broken. It's that you're talented. So we got to, we got to flip these things over to seeing where are your talents and abilities? Huh. Because I did also forget to say that I do intuitive readings and I've been downloading so much lately that mm-hmm. it's almost more than I can handle. So this puts it right into perspective. Right. Great. Yes. Okay. So expand out more mm-hmm. because we don't want to contain it. Mm-hmm. We want to have that, you know, staying expanded out. And that staying expanded out, of course, is going to allow you to download more. Because you're more connected to all the realms, all the, you know, everything in the infinite realms. Mm-hmm. And you want that, but you also don't want to um, confine it too much. Right. Because when we confine it, then it's almost like, a, you know, a nuclear reactor waiting to go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we need for somewhere for it to just kind of like filter out with a bit of ease. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. The other thing on a practical level is um, the soles of your feet. So when you're working on the computer, um, you want to open up the soles of your feet so that this, that you can, two things, one, be connected with the planet, mm-hmm. right? And you connect in with the core. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's not a tethering yourself to it. It's just being, um, being part of the planet because technology is a physical reality. Okay. So you want to connect with the physical reality of the planet so the planet can help you to navigate the technology. Okay. Makes okay? perfect sense. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, in opening up the soles of your feet, you can have a channel for the excess energy to go. Okay. Would that explain why, by the end of the day, my, my feet are burning? The bottoms of my feet are burning? Mm. I just feel like, you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't get away from this feeling because right. it's my feet. But so try it out yeah, and will. see how yeah. that works because it's a good possibility that there's all this energy being wanting to be released, mm-hmm. wanting to go down into the earth, and you're, you're throttling it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's busting at the seams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so there's that piece. So then uh, what was the next one? Holy whistling. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm healed. So uh... <laughs> we can, we can do the Jesus thing. It's like, you are healed. Let's <laughs> smack your yeah. forehead. Yeah. <laughs> um, isn't that funny? I can't think of what the third one was. Let me see. It was the res- the resistance. 
So when you think about, um, okay, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to niggle you again, yeah. because I know you and I've interacted with you. So one of the things that I had said to you when I was going to be on your show, and we were talking about the book, and I said, contact the publisher and get three copies. Mm-hmm. And you were like, no, yeah, no, I can't do that. No, it's bad. It's bad. So, so that kind of thing. Okay, we can feel the resistance just coming up to yes. the Because <laughs> I never did it. And I think I about every person I've talked to and every book I could own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm. we had copies to give away, which would give you more promotion. Mm-hmm. And mm. so it's that. It's that piece of being willing. And, and I think this relates very directly to the inner dominatrix, right? Because here's where I see it going, is that the dominatrix is willing to let other people gift to her. Hmm. She's willing to have people support her. Oh, gosh. And you know me so well because I cannot ask (laughs) for help. I will hint, but I can't ask. Right. And the dominatrix doesn't ask. She puts out a request with an expectation that it will be fulfilled. Now, there's an expectation Hmm. and at the same time, It's um, unless you're in an agreement situation where, you know, these demands will be met, like, you know, somebody on the street, I don't have an expectation that everybody will do my bidding. Unfortunately, I mean, I really wish they would. Like, hello. I was just thinking if you can teach me to do that. (laughs) So it does need to be agreed upon that the person has agreed to, you know, worship the mistress and, you know, take that container. But... For day-to-day and translating that into business, I think we would do well to step into a space where we have an expectation that the universe will provide when we ask. It's funny because I can do that with some things, but I don't think of it as being an entire thing. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so what things can you do? Um, I can, (laughs) this sounds funny, but I can make people phone me. And I can always get just enough money for whatever I need. Mm. Um, okay, so that piece, I love that one when people say, oh, I always have just enough money. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much of a talent that is? I don't know. I'm Irish. It just comes to us. But you think about it. What are the odds that you would always have just enough? Hmm. I, I don't know. I guess pretty good because I've always lived that way <laughs> I don't know what is what are the odds I, I don't I don't have any stats on it but you think about this because our expenses will kind of fluctuate we have mm. you know things that will pop up like oh the car needs to be fixed or whatever so you're always doing just enough no matter what the fluctuating expenses are yeah mm-hmm. that that's the piece that I want you to get where that's a fucking phenomenal talent huh. that you're currently using against you yes but <laughs> But to realize, like, to always have just enough. Not, you know, not $100 more, not $100 left. Always have just enough. Like, that's a really narrow window to play in. Yes. And to nail it, to hit the bullseye every month. I'm fucking awesome. Right. You're hitting (laughs) the bullseye every Hmm. month. Okay. So, let's expand on that. (laughs) Maybe we need to change the target. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh. What a concept. What a concept. 
Oh my God. Sometimes it's so simple, right? Yeah. Change the target. <laughs> Change the target. I like that. Now that's the piece. Now we start weaving in where you're, you need to be willing to have more than just enough and what all of that means. So what does it mean if you have more than just enough? Well, <clears throat> I immediately went into fear because I know that if I have more than I need, I'll spend it. Okay. So why does that bring up fear? Because that's how I got penniless in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Good point. All right. So, and I also know that you have a deep spiritual commitment to expanding yourself. Yes. So, if money isn't real, what's wrong with being penniless? Well... My instinct is to say nothing because I'm alive and doing well. Uh Uh-huh. You bounce back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always, you know, something always happens that gets me where I need to go. So... So there's a couple of approaches with this. So that that I'm going to let just niggle because it just feels like it needs to kind of percolate a little bit more for you. Mm -hmm. But on a practical level, shifting when when I have somebody who like you has this huge talent for I always have just enough we add in expenses oh then there's never enough (laughs) there's never enough because what I look at is there's probably workshops and classes and things that I want to do and I have to always wiggle and finagle to see which ones I can afford Okay, so how much how much are you um, holding on to, and I want to try to get the words here on this, this ability to wiggle and finagle, how much do you feel vindicated because you're able to do that? Yeah, I look at it as a talent. Look at what I can do with a small amount of money. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just imagine what I could do if I had a lot of money. Right. Hmm, I see a new website coming. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I never looked at it that way before. Uh Okay. It's a a piece of where a lot of people get attached to playing small, right? That this idea that, oh, look, and, and my... I have someone in my family. I was going to name them. But I have someone, just in case they're listening, I have someone in my family who is very attached to this thing where they, it's like their, it's their identity. Mm-hmm. Look how well I can do. It's a martyr thing. They're like, look at me. I can survive on this pittance and I can find all these free things. And so they will spend hours I mean hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to get a free hotel wow tell me how (laughs) no (laughs) no it's a waste of time true okay because that those hours and hours and hours you could you know you can do an intuitive reading if you did intuitive readings for those hours and hours and hours and hours you could you know go and stay at the fairmont hotel in toronto Mm -hmm. the royal york Mm -hmm. for two nights or three instead of one free night yeah and one hotel okay okay so it's it's being able to shift out of that willing it's a willingness to let go of that label Mm mm-hmm the willingness to let go of this is who Jesse is. 
It's funny, you know, because my sisters and I all pride ourselves on, look how much I saved. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, a deal's not a deal unless you got a $100 thing for $30. Right. You know, and then you buy three. <clears throat> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, to change that narrative and and move it over to look at how much I earned, look at how much I kept in my bank account, look at how much I've expanded, look at how much mm. more I'm willing to <clears throat> receive. Yeah. Shifting that narrative to one that moves you in the direction that you want to go. Hmm. Okay. I like that idea. Good. Will you do it? Yeah. I'm going to work on fattening up my bank account. Good. Mm -hmm. So what's going to come up as you fatten up your bank account? I promise you what will come up is it will push and trigger all these um, attachments that you have to only having just enough. Because as you build your bank account and you have money, then you can't say you don't have money. Mm-hmm. Then I have to start just flat up choosing and deciding and being brave enough to say, no, I don't want to do that instead of I can't do that. Right. See, that's the other piece I was going to niggle at is that when you don't have money, then you get to say to people, oh, I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Instead of, I don't want to do your shitty ass program. <laughs> oh, by the way, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Enough of your fucking podcast. I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <clears throat> Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> I know, eh? I just take this as a compliment. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, that is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go home and kind of write a new narrative for myself so that I can... Really yes. imprint it. Absolutely. Writing a new story for who you are, recognizing that in taking the steps to move forward, you're going to have this resistance layer come up. You're going to have this stuff <clears throat> because it needs to be cleared. Mm-hmm. Not because you're bad or you're broken or whatever. It's just like all the shit pile comes up and goes, oh, right. You need to go to the curb too. Thanks. Yeah. Out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just have to point out that that thanks is the important part to me. Because I don't know if I told you I read a book many years ago. And the only line I remember now is our society is a throwaway society and we kick stuff to the curb. Yes. And what we need to say is thank you. Yes. I love you. Goodbye. You know, so and that's really helpful for me in Good. this piece, because when the stuff comes up, I can thank it for helping me cope mm-hmm. and being a master, master target hitter that we're going to expand the target. Mm-hmm. All right. And all that crap gets to retire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Back in the old days, we would call that coping mechanisms. Coping mechanisms. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. We'll. <laughs> <laughs> we can let that one go too. <laughs> we can let that title go. Yeah. Coping yeah. mechanism. It's, it's a, we, we twist things up in our head mm-hmm. and, and it's like it worked at one time and then we hang on to it forever. Yeah. It's like those, that pair of jeans that was a size eight and you're no longer a size eight, but damn it, one day I will be a size eight. Not to mention that those jeans would be completely out of style if you ever get back to a size eight. But I need to hang on to them. Yeah. Because I might. Yeah. I might need that one day. Well, the 70s are coming back, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) There are some ugly things. They keep bringing back the 80s. Ugly, ugly, ugly 80s. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) 
off track. <laughs> Let me just clear that. <laughs> I was a child of the 80s, so I was yeah. like, oh, they were ugly in the 80s. And then now I see stuff coming back. I'm like, it was bad the first time. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. replay it. Yes. I could never dance disco. I just never fit in. No. <laughs> no. So. Cool. So big shifts. Mm-hmm. So. I know we didn't, and I was going to do some clearing, but it was like, it just needed to like have this focused time where we're like, I'm just going to challenge your perceptions on what's going on. That's a, sometimes that's it. Yeah. And sometimes, and I'm going to also just for the listeners to explain that a big part of why Jessie's able to shift is because I hold no judgments on where she's at. I'm sitting here just being space and then going, is that working for you? Mm -hmm. I like, that's very interesting. Does that still work? Yeah. And I hope you feel it, but I have I was no... just going to say, when, when you stop talking, I'm going to let them know <laughs> that I don't feel any judgment. I feel completely free and, and able to look at my shit and just say, oh, yeah. okay, that's, that's good, but that would be better. Right. So, yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah. No, I don't feel any judgment from Yay. you. Yay. Yeah. You hold good space. I hold good space. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I think we've had tremendous shift today, mm-hmm. and I'm sure anybody listening is going to get some good ahas as well. So thank you so much for coming on and being willing to be raw, open, vulnerable, and, you know, just run with this. As is. Well, it sounds weird, but it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I trust you, Dana, and that's that's why it's easy to come and say, okay, let's look at this. Let's fix Fix this. Let's change it. Yeah, change it. Let's, change it. I don't I like, like the word fix. Yeah. It's not broken. It's just it's just outdated. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get rid better. of those 80 pants because, you know, <laughs> they were bad it's then. It's like you were in my closet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you, Dana. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.